Awesome. I'm your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. This week, we have uh, one of those rare shows where we have two guests, and uh, it's something that we'll be getting into more and more because we're starting to expand the, the type of podcast we talk to, and and uh, I don't say, I just want to talk to one person anymore. I just let them figure it out, who's going to be on the show, and sometimes it's one, sometimes it's both, sometimes it's nobody. That's happened once or twice. Uh, and these guys, um, they do something great, uh, not necessarily on their podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but, but on their Twitter. On their Twitter. The interview is over. <laughs> We're done. I'm not saying that your podcast isn't great. What I'm saying is you do something that, that's great, that, that, um, that uh, goes along with the podcast, I guess. But you do this thing called a beer run. These, these these guys do a beer run on their Twitter feed, and they listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, anywhere from two to I think I've seen as many as five or or, or more uh, in a, in a matter of a day. And they just kind of blow through it and they live tweet it, which I, I love the idea of live tweeting a podcast. I, I just never follow through with it when I do it. Uh, and and they that's how I got introduced to these guys because they decided to I don't know how they found me but they they started live tweeting everything is awesome I was like wow I'm like legitimate now and um, and finally we, we we talked for like probably almost a month and a half now so finally after a month and a half we got the hosts from the after six podcast Adam and Travis welcome to the show guys thank you for being here thanks Nerdy Kev yeah thank uh, you sir. Yes. So, so yeah. And I did not mean that comment as like your podcast is garbage at all. Uh, it's, it's, no, it's cool. We've, we've, we've heard it before. It's, no, it's, all right. it's yeah. It's, we prefer the term train wreck is politically correct. <laughs> oh, okay. So the, you guys are at that level where I was when I first started. Cause that was like in the title, not in the title, but in the, um, in the intro song to my first podcast, happy hour with steel tip. Uh, I think it kicked off with, uh, are you ready for this train? Oh, no, we said plane wreck because we like to make – we made jokes about planes. 9-11. Yep. 9-11 jokes is real. Didn't go, <laughs> didn't go far. We, yeah, nine years ago, we made 9-11 jokes, uh, which I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, it's a bold move. Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely. Hit or miss, man. I mean, the people that like it like it, but Yikes. yeah, you alienate a large part of the part of the population, man. Well, I mean, there's there's a reason that uh, that show's not around anymore. I mean, that show only lasted about eighteen weeks, uh, and I'm sure that may have had something to do with it. And also, that's like me in my early twenties doing a podcast. What, what was the name so. of the show? Uh, happy hour with steel tip. I do not think you'll find any, you might find a MySpace account. Oh I don't think God. it exists on the internet anymore. Um, I, I even, I, I have to go to my old producer to like, cause this was before I knew anything. Like all I knew how to do was sit in front of a mic. And, um, so I had to ask him for all the audio files and I think I have a portion of them that I, maybe I can cut up to, to do some special episodes. Yeah, you with, could just but. cut it up and just be just, and call it just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I like it that that uh that, that was yeah I used to be big into wrestling and I used to wrestle I mean I mean you I, I know you guys have listened to some of the episodes where, oh here we so, go I'm gonna just uh, go ahead yeah. I'll dismiss myself I'll get back when you guys are done making out <laughs> yeah dude let me let me say uh, Adam's typically the one that does the beer run segments and listens to the indie pods and 
So, so Adam, let me know, you know, here's the podcast you need to listen to. And I checked out your show and you have so many shout outs to Kevin Smith <laughs> yep. and Smodcast and those shows. And which is the reason that we do a podcast. In oh, all honesty, nice. Is that we used, to, we used to work together and we'd stand around and we would talk about Smodcast. And eventually it was just like, dude, why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. Which is the story of a million podcasters. Yes. So um, I'm listening to your couple of your shows and then all of a sudden you start talking about wrestling. And I'm like, this man is my soulmate. <laughs> because um, I've loved wrestling since I was a kid and it comes up on our show all the time and Adam has nothing out of the conversation but I also used to do like independent wrestling shows as a manager not really as a wrestler uh, Cool. so dude I was sold on your show within the first 20 minutes of hearing you mention about those things nice. yeah it, it was uh, God, such a fun time I started off at I guess I started wrestling at like 15 in the backyard and then just got like legitimate with um, when we got shut down by our township, and we we bought a we uh, acquired a license through the state and got trained by uh, like some legitimate dudes, and it was it was the best time uh, that I had in my late teens, early twenties. Like it was such a good time. Yeah. What was your wrestling name? It was Steel Tip. It was Steel Tip. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And and that origin, and I'll keep it brief uh, because I'm sure I've told it before. But the uh, I, I used to wrestle. My original gimmick was Heartbreak Kev because I was a, a big uh, Shawn Michaels guy. Uh, but that lasted for about four weeks, and we said we got to change your gimmick. And I decided to wear steel tip boots and said uh, my name's Steel Tip. And then. <laughs> Uh, after two weeks of wrestling and kicking people in the head with steel tip boots, we said, well, let's just stick with the name and put wrestling boots on. Is it not against the rules to kick people in the face with steel tip, steel toed boots? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's probably not against the rules, but it's definitely against like, uh, morale. There's low morale yeah. when you do that. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> you don't make friends is what you're saying. That's not a good way to make friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and luckily we were, I, that was probably when I was about 16 or 17 years old. So like we were all just a bunch of young, dumb kids. So we didn't really care. Uh, all right, guys, here's the finish. Uh, you hit me with an elbow <laughs> and I kick you as hard as I can with a steel toed boot. <laughs> One, two, three, we go to the back. All right. <laughs> it's, it's funny. The first event we ever had in the backyard is, um, but there was this one guy who we were friends with, but like he was had a big ego, and we said we got to put him in his place. And this is something that kids, if you're into wrestling and and whatnot, you should never ever do because you're supposed to trust people with your life in the ring or on the ground in our case. And uh, but we decided to put him uh, put him through the ringer, and so we did a gauntlet match, and every single person he was against, we all were okay with losing. We all said we'll we'll pin, we'll take the the pin from him, but. We're going to hit him for real. And like people brought like wooden mallets out and hit him for real. It brought chairs out, hit him for real. Like, I can't believe he didn't get a concussion while we did Kev, this. Kev, what do you mean for real? I mean, I, I thought it was all, it's not all real. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> are you, are you going to tell me there's also not a Santa Claus? This, this is a fucking bullshit. <laughs> there is there, i mean oh we can curse oh oh, oh, oh yeah. i don't know if we can but we are i'm just making oh, okay. i'm just making his job harder because now he's got to go in and put all like the bleeps and like the- no we don't bleep here okay. this is an explicit podcast which i i actually know that but i'm more just giving travis shit but I knew that too. It's for the purposes of a joke. Oh, um, good joke, Trey. Good but joke. whatever. Good joke. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I, I stop over jokes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> With a steel toe. 
So, so I hundred percent of the time. So, I do have. I was and before we started, I was talking to Adam, and um, I listened to your guys' show for a bit today. I'm starting to binge it. It's now on my binge list. Sorry about that. And uh, no, so so first of all, I do want to say that um, I started from the beginning because I'm that guy. I, I have to start oh, nice. from the beginning. Ooh, and yeah. Uh, I will. So I will say the a my, and you can you can clarify this now. I was surprised that it dated back to 2014. So you guys haven't been doing this despite your episode count. You know, you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, we, we only have 37 or no, that's you. You have 37. We have 27. <laughs> we have 28 uh, episodes. Um uh, out right now because we did uh, we started in 2014 uh, we did a, a 15 episodes and we ended with the Tracy Smothers episode uh, it was a wrestler it was a, one of my favorite episodes actually and then we took a hiatus um, for almost a year a uh, year wow. and a couple of months and then we reconvened and then kicked it into high gear and have been putting out episodes pretty much every week since then oh nice nice um, that was just it was I don't know it, there's I guess because I've been doing it for so long like it I don't know. It just clicked with me. I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, it's nice that, they, that I'm not the only one that goes through like, oh, I got to take a year or two off from this. <laughs> um, but you guys do a show. And I mean, I've, I think I've listened to two or three of them. The first. Uh, oh, you know what? You guys didn't have episode one up on your feed. So I listened to episode two and episode three, part one. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys do a show that that's that's my favorite show is is two buddies sitting around talking. Oh yeah, uh, dude, by far mine too. Like I love the yeah. conversational shows, and I think that Travis like talked about this a little bit earlier. Where you know, honestly, like we were deeply inspired by Smodcast and you know Hollywood Babylon and telling Steve Dave and some and the Kevin Smith lexicon of offerings that he has, and just like you said, like a million podcasts have that story. But because you know Smodcast was a big influence, we wanted to you know at least begin that way we wanted to begin with let's just get together let's just talk and and see what happens and then if you listen from you know the episodes uh i think if you go to afterstickspodcast.com we have a deeper archive there but if you listen from like the begin binge listen from beginning till now you can you can literally hear the show taking a form and getting its own shape and we still get on and we still bs and it's still two guys talking to each other but there's a lot more that has come to be like recurring segments like beer run for instance you know what i mean like that's something that we started doing in, um, about like a month and a half or two months ago and it's become part of the show now where we talk about other podcasts and we kind of you know we talk about the beer run shows and we just got back from Horror Hound in Indianapolis where we did interviews with uh, you know the vendors and stuff there and so now we're talking about like that's probably going to be a recurring thing where Travis and I go someplace and record either a live show at a bar or, or a you know uh, a con or something like that and then so it's it's actually you can organically listen to the show taking its shape, growing up, coming from its infancy to becoming something a little bit more than that. But at its core, it's two guys talking to each other. And I think that we've always really liked the conversational type shows. Yeah. And I mean, each episode that may be 30, 45 minutes long is coming from two hours of us talking oh, wow. and recording. I mean, honestly, wow. and it's, um, we just get going. And then a, lo- a lot of our deepest conversations come from after the show mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to tell you about this or, you you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So that really is the core of our show. And we try to round it out with a few different segments and different and different things. But ultimately, like you said, it's two guys just talking. I, so. I find it interesting. So, so it's two hours and then you edit it down to 
to the half hour. See, I come from a world where I used to do that, and then we started doing live streaming on StickCam back in the day when uh, it was like the the biggest competitor to like Ustream. It was like the YouTube of, of live streaming at the time. Dude, I saw that on Howard Stern. That's the only time I ever saw StickCam. Oh, was God. with uh, Eric the Midget. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and that's I, the only time I've ever heard of that, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was actually a wildly popular uh, service, like, I, t- to the point where uh, the show that someone contracted me to be a co-host on, I mean, we got um, probably about 100,000 views every every week um, that we did the show. Uh, I, I started doing a, a show for The Walking Dead uh, television show, and they asked me if I wanted to be featured. And we did 10,000 views an hour. I mean, that was a service that like helped me have a big following for the longest time until I kind of took a couple of years off from, from podcasting. Um, and but but going to live stream like at that point when I'm getting ready to post the show as a podcast, it's like, well, do, am I going to edit all this down to, to something that's nice when I've already let thousands of people listen to me say uh um and you know have a, a joke fail or whatever like i'm just gonna throw it out there and and this is why i think i i'm so successful or at least have the most uh, fun with this show is that i do no prep because i believe in and in, in like the conversations i have with you guys this is something that we would be talking about in a bar if we just met up for a drink yeah and um i, I so there's zero prep and I, there's very little editing. I'll listen to the whole show typically um, before I post it, but it's really just to kind of cut it into two parts if it needs to be, cut commercials in. Other than that, I, unless you guys say, yo, I, get get rid of the Nazi stuff, like I, I won't cut it. I won't cut anything out. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how ours is. I mean, that's how ours has been too because we would do two hours, and that's kind of why we took a hiatus is because if I didn't feel like doing the show that night or he didn't feel like doing the show that night, it was like, well, we have this much back catalog that we'll just cut together. And it just it didn't become a priority. And now I will say that we've been live streaming on Twitch for the past three to four weeks. Yeah. And it's been much more relaxed because you know that it's all going to go out there anyway. And our show is typically just like the cuts or burps and coughs and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. And it's just like, just leave, just leave it in yeah. because it's, that's organic and that's what the yeah. show is. So, um, I agree. I mean, I agree with you. I, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of agreeing on this show. It yeah, seems. we're just yeah. all going to sit around and agree with each other over and over it's, again. We all love each other. Your show's great. Our show's yeah. great. You're awesome. We're awesome. Everything, Everything is awesome. awesome. Exactly. Uh, I will tell you that my kid, man, loves the Lego movies, yeah. and they're going to be so stoked when I tell them oh, that nice. I was on this show. Don't so. let them listen to the show, though. <laughs> it's no, I won't. I'm just going to tell them the name. Yeah. But um, how old are your kids? You uh, I got a nine-year-old, a ten-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old, oh, which also contributed to the problems trying to uh, coordinate a recording time. Well, and and if I remember correctly, listening to what you, the early episodes, uh, Adam, you have a couple kids as well. Yeah, I've got I got three kids, so I got actually I have three point five kids. So oh, well, congrats. Yeah, that was dis- that was discovered on our show tonight. <laughs> we discussed this actually. Nice. I have a secret. I uh, I have two kids myself, but they're youngins. I have a four and a half year old and a two and a half year old. Um, but I mean, I'd say I, I probably took like I say I've been podcasting for nine, ten years uh, before I started this show up. I think the last time I did like a good run on a podcast was probably about three, four years ago. I just I had no time to do it with the kids. Um, especially coordinating with like a co-host week in and week out. It was just impossible. This this show, I get a new co-host every week. 
which is awesome. You, you know what? Uh, let me just say, let me just fanboy a little bit. I yeah. like, I super enjoy the opening to your show. Like you, the, the segment that you cut together where it's like, did you yeah. sit around and tell you to drink awesome cheaters and tell each other awesome. And like, I just, and then, you know, uh, typically and you come in and you, and you, you do your drop and you're like, all right, this, everything is awesome. Fine. Like, it's just, it just, a, it's a day brightener. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those Thank things you. where like, you just, you start listening to it and you immediately like your mood lifts. You know what I'm saying? Thank like, you. So Thank I just you. super enjoy it. And I've, I've been guilty of rewinding and listening to just the opening, like two minutes of your show more than once. <laughs> and it's, I, I do, I, I do love, uh, the, the intro that I cut together. Oh God, probably back. I think it's actually, I think we, I cut it together almost a year ago because I started recording well before we started releasing episodes. And, um, so I, I probably cut it together almost a year ago. And, and I, I, that is one of the, the, the best intros I've ever put together. Uh, the only intro that we have, currently because i do a podcast about game of thrones because i just started watching that show recently um we we hired someone to write a theme song and the and it's like a it's a 90s sitcom theme song about game of thrones basically speaking of uh that just i don't know why we're gonna rabbit hole here but have you seen uh too many cooks no okay then we're not going to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) moving right back on (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah is it is it a web series is it an actual television show so, should i be watching this it was a so it was a um i want to say it's a it's a one shot that they did on adult swim um and it's a the opening the opening of the show is done in the style of um like a tgif sitcom oh, nice. yeah it's like game of thrones as like family matters right um or step by step it's kind of Something like that. Sort. You really just have to watch it to understand it. It's one of those things where it's kind of like super pee pee time. Like you can't really talk about it. You just have to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like Uh, you won't understand it unless you listen to it. So or see it. So um, yeah, just you. You can YouTube it at some point. But too many cooks. Um, It's I think it's a twelve minute episode, and it was a one shot on Adult Swim. But anyway, you said sitcom theme song and reminded me of it. So I thought. Perhaps you might have seen it, but then you haven't. So now it's just now we're just out. Now it's awkward. Now it's weird. Yeah, now it is weird. But it's all right because you that... tried to call him out for stealing it, right? That's no, what it was. Not. But it turns out he never saw it. So, so either you're a dick or he's lying, one or the other. Well, I mean, I I did I wrote it down in my notes app so that I can watch it later and then maybe steal some more things from it. I think you're gonna uh, dig it, man. Yeah. Well, it's and it's it, the reason we started a podcast about Game of Thrones was my my, my good buddy uh, who's the co-host of that show. He said he's for years he's been saying you need to watch Game of Thrones. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. Like I watched Lord of the Rings once and I liked it in the moment, but like I don't I it, I don't Dude, Lord of the Rings is bullshit. <laughs> it's I'm not a fan. Like Dude. I I'm looking at the movies. I'm in my shedio right now, so like in, in a place where movies shouldn't be. I have the only movies in here are the Lord of the Rings trilogy because I've never I've watched them once, once well twice, once in theater, once on DVD. I'll never watch them again. They're too damn long. Dude, I watched every one of those in the theaters. I was dating a girl at the time that made me go to the movies every single weekend, and I fell asleep during every single one of those. <laughs> and I know that we always bring it back to Kevin Smith, but the line in yep. you know Clerks too about. Dude, this is fucking nine hours of people fucking walking. Yeah. Like, those are those movies. Yeah, I can't bring myself to do it. No, uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed them for the moment of time where I was at. Uh, I watched them, I enjoyed them, but I will never watch them again. And, like, compared to any other trilogy out there, and maybe there's a few caveats that are worse, but I'd rather watch any other trilogy over and over again than that one. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, it does go back to Clerks too, where it is just a bunch of people walking, like, and the trees are walking, like everyone's fucking walking in that movie. Um, but uh, so that's why I never really watched Game of Thrones, and um, so I finally gave it a shot, uh, you know, about uh, two months ago, after falling asleep during the pilot episode th- four times, uh, and that fourth time I just kind of woke up again and powered through it. Um, I finally kind of got hooked on the show. Like uh, by episode three, I was hooked, and, um, and and he said we'll do a podcast, and that's how I got into it. I was like, all right, if we're gonna do a podcast about it, I'll I'll watch it, even if I hate it, I'll watch it. And, uh, and but I said, but we have to have a theme song that sounds like it's from a '90s sitcom because nice. that just is the complete opposite of Game of Thrones. <laughs> is that show is that show in production still pre production or is it out? The podcast, Game of, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's out. It's called Late to the Game, dot, 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 of Thrones. Um, <laughs> and it's out, but I don't promote it real well. Um, I, I kind of, and, and uh, I, the newest episode should have been out on Monday, and I didn't throw it up yet. Like, I I don't treat my other pod, like, we also started a, a, a D&D podcast that we released one episode of. Who is that? Who are you doing that with? Uh, we're, do- I'm, so I'm, we're doing that with the um, same guy that I co-host, um uh the game of thrones podcast with um mike d'angelo he's the he's my co-host for the live shows that we do uh and he's also he's a he's a writer uh for the tellist series that he created um so uh, he runs a, uh, he runs a D campaign and one of the reasons i stopped kind of editing it together is that whereas it's really funny i think we do funny things no one is into no one but me and Mike are into the idea of podcasting it. So like we just have one microphone kind of set up in the middle of the table and the quality isn't as nice as like uh, a quest for magic and steel. That was coming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the one I know you guys know, but like for a a party of one podcast, uh, uh, too cool for tabletop and and campaign pod. They're the four tabletop podcasts. I listen to to. wizards. No, uh, but I believe it was probably Dave Steele that told me about that yeah, one. Yeah. Someone told me that about was that one. Dope too. Um, yeah, I just I'm afraid to add any more on because I'm still like Campaign Pod uh, is th- like they started years ago, so like they're in episode seventy, and I'm I, I'm finally like in the mid fifties, and like I've been binging on that while keeping up with week to week with a quest for a party of one and too cool for tabletop. We need to we need uh, to get an acronym. We need to call. We need to get a hold of David and have him get an acronym for his show. Because a quest for magic and steel is like an awesome name, but it's one of those things where you like, you guys watch Qpod, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like you know, like oh well, there. I mean, that is that's what we're gonna call it. It's Qpod, Q-Pod. From now. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys listen to Qpod uh, last week? <laughs> and and I, I know we we've been talking about this one uh, a little bit, and because you mentioned about uh, being psyched that we, I got him on my yeah, show. Definitely. I, what I love about particularly the episode with Dave on, on the podcast is that the, the conversation like you you hear as soon as I find out that there's a family like family playing yes, a game together, like my voice, you just hear like every like things are clicking in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, I love your show better. Like it's better now. Yeah. Like the fact that I know that. Absolutely. I was that was the same thing. Like it's, I'm, I'm listening to you hit that point in your interview. And like that switch goes off, and you're like, whoa, 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 back the fuck up! It's a whole fam, like it's a, like, yeah. I was saying, I'm, I'm on, I'm there with you. Like I'm, yeah, I'm there. 
Yeah, like it's just it's a really cool twist, and 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 I'll be honest, like at first, like as I was listening to the episodes, I'm like, uh, you know what, this isn't like, this isn't what I. It's not the same thing that I'm listening to when I listen to Too Cool for Tabletop or when I listen to Campaign Pod, which isn't fair because like the people that do Campaign, they're a bunch of Chicago improvers, so like they're like they have an unfair advantage, and and Too Cool for Tabletop, like they're just seasoned nerds at Tabletop. So like again another unfair advantage, but uh, as soon as I found that out, like the show I looked at the show so differently, and now is it ranks up there with Party of One, Too Cool, and uh, Campaign. Like it's just it's it's and I mean that's one of the four that I listen to, and it's uh, those I would say more so that and Too Cool for Tabletop are every week when they're released. I try to listen to them within a day or two of them them dropping because it's I enjoy them that much. I've let this show go. Uh, till uh, noon, pretty much since I started listening to a quest for magic or Cupod, rather. <laughs> Cupod. Uh, and he's, and he's gonna hate cool. that, by the way. You know, you know, he's gonna hate that, right? Like I'm he's not sure endorse he... us calling that show Cupod. No, I know, but I don't think he will at all. <laughs> no. But uh, I will. I will. I may even make a Twitter called at Cupod. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I don't. Yeah. So we got way off tangent as usual. So cheers to that. Uh, so you, so, uh, you know, I, I've been toying with Twitch. You guys mentioned you, you stream on Twitch and I know, I think it was, I don't know who it was. I saw one of you playing Hearthstone, Hearthstone, Hearthstone. Is that, what it's called? that would be, it. that would be, yeah. Adam. okay. Yeah. I saw you play, last night maybe, or yeah, it was yeah. last night. Cause that's when we did our test. Yep. Um, so I watched that for a little bit before I had to just pass oh, out. Nice. I was extremely tired. So I know like the concept of Twitch is, is game based so but you guys host your non-game podcast on there as well right? yeah that's yeah totally so uh twitch is a primarily for game casting for you know people live casting their games uh live streaming their games but at the same time they do have channels dedicated to creative modes so uh they have gaming talk shows they have just regular talk shows so you can kind of stream whatever content you really want on twitch for the most part uh they have uh, Twitch channels dedicated to social eating. They have Twitch channels dedicated to cooking. Uh, a lot wow. of the creative casts are people doing uh, work, like they're drawing anime in Photoshop or they're coloring uh, comic book pages or they're doing artwork like real time. They've got a show, uh, a couple of shows, and they were basically it's like a piano man. So it's, you know, you open the stream and there's like a guy on a, you know, sitting on a piano, right, with you casting to the internet, just playing songs and taking requests and interacting with the audience. So, yes, it's primarily for games, but they've really expanded their offerings a little bit and allowed people to be a little bit more creative. So that's where our show fits in on Wednesdays uh, around 9.30 p.m. We stream live of us recording the show, basically of us making a podcast, which fits into the creative, the realm of a creative cast. And then Tuesdays and Thursday nights, um, I do a show that's at some point going to be cut together and edited into a podcast called Fizzle Bang, where we basically build decks, experiment. Um, it's kind of a, a chill stream, but we play a lot of Hearthstone. We talk about cards, talk about strategy, interact with the audience, and uh, we build ridiculous decks and take them onto the competitive ladder. So yeah, it's super fun. So and in Hearthstone, I've like I I don't play many video games at all anymore just because of my you know the a the kids b like I kind of dedicate a lot of time to the podcast now uh, and some writing, but um, so watching it play like that last night was the first time I've ever seen Hearthstone in any kind of besides the logo. Right on. 
So it's it reminded me of Magic the Gathering. It's certainly definitely um, the same <laughs> style of game. Okay. It's absolutely the same style of game. I mean, you know, they would call that a strategy card game, uh, and Hearthstone's okay. a strategy card game for sure. Okay. Yeah, and and I mean, just watching, I mean, it's it, it's I, I, it makes me want to try it. I don't know if I will I will ever do it, but um, is it so? So now we can go into some tabletop. Did you? Did you? Um, I don't know what my question is here. <laughs> Have you been playing like those type of games forever? Uh, I've been so I got into Magic: The Gathering uh, for about a year and a half, two years. Um, back in the back in the day as the kids say so uh, i was frequenting a comic book shop that had a really killer back room um and in the back room they had tabletop gaming set up and they also had a lot of people they had a magic tournament going um and so while i was it was about the same time i got into um painting uh figures for tabletops so i was you know buying paints and like learning how to paint and all that kind of stuff and then I was watching people play Magic, and I was like, well, you know, what's this thing going on? And instantly hooked, right? I mean, there's a reason they call it uh, cardboard crack. Uh, so instantly got hooked, played it quite a bit, um, pretty heavily. I mean, I ended up with like three or four different cardboard boxes full of just Magic cards yeah. or whatever. And yep. the thing that the thing that turned me off of Magic was the same thing that got me completely into Hearthstone, which was I didn't like the um, analog nature of of magic i didn't like having tokens to track a bunch of like because magic can be extremely complicated once you get into you know playing competitively in terms of you know putting cards down and then you know burn this card and you took this much damage and this there's this many tokens and then this thing does this and you have to track it all and do all the math and keep and then keep your opponent if your opponent maybe you know might you know miscalculate or misplay or whatever and you kind of so you have to watch their what they're doing you have to watch what you're doing and then you have to track it all and so i that i hated that part of it and it made it kind of not fun for me um for hearthstone because it's digital it does it all for you you just you just yeah. build the deck you play the deck you do the strategy and then hearthstone tracks all the damage and tokens and who does what and when it happens and all that kind of stuff so that that's where i really was you know like yes this is what i was waiting for <laughs> i uh i've gotten into briefly because i played magic in back of the day as as the kids say i mean i probably played not in not when it first came out in 93 i believe it was but uh in in like the late 90s i probably started playing it and then stopped playing for years after i had probably three or four cardboard boxes full of cards sold all those cards i gave mine away uh uh, wow that was i mean i at least i earned some money off of it like i don't feel as bad uh but like uh probably less than a year ago my brother-in-law or soon to be brother-in-law rather he um he's like I think I want to play Magic again. I'm like, man, I haven't played Magic in like, like probably ten years, easily ten yeah. years, if not longer. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess we can get a couple starter decks. And f- there was a six month period where I I probably spent about a thousand dollars on Magic cards in my adult life again. And uh, so I have a little small collection in my in, in my bedroom uh, that now just sit there because neither of us have time to play again. Um, so I just, I, it's a great, magic's a great game. Um, and I have a lot of respect for the people that are good at it and can play it competitively at a high level, but it's just not fun for me to, uh, play that game in, in tabletop form. You know what I mean? To have to, to do all yeah. that stuff myself, it's just not fun for me. Um, where I know that there's, and I think that Hearthstone, what they did really well was they kept the game simple. I mean, like not simple enough for Travis, but still simple enough for most people, <laughs> Um, to where it, it doesn't get super complex. Um, and it's just all about, 
the straightforward playing the cards, building the deck, because uh, there's digital versions of Magic now, uh, especially since Hearthstone's been so successful. Yeah. Um, but they're just not as fun for me. I think I like yeah. the na- the pick up and put down nature of Hearthstone too. Like I can jump in, I can play you know an hour of matches, or I can play twelve hours of matches, and I'm you know still having just as much fun either way. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So Travis, are you not a big gamer, or you're just not a big gamer into like the the card games? Dude, um, he's got a game. He talked about Hearthstone. Like, I never heard about Hearthstone until he brought it up. Like, I never got into Magic, and I never got into WoW or anything like that. So I tried playing Hearthstone, and I got through, like, the third level of the tutorial. And I just keep getting beat. So, (laughs) dude, like, forever. I even brought my kids in, like, hey, watch this game, because I thought they might be interested in it, and I just get, get beat. Like, as far as gaming, man, like... I play Age of Empires 2, and they re-released <laughs> that, and I love that game, and it's so fucked up, because I don't even play, like, the online mode, I play, like, the same <laughs> mode every time, so I win every every time, um, and then Adam makes fun of me, because I have a, like, like we talked about earlier, dude, I'm really big into wrestling, and there's a wrestling booking simulator that I play a lot. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, are you not aware of this? No. Dude, it's been a series for, like, 10 years. It's called Total Extreme Wrestling, and they have like their own their own universe or whatever, and um, people put out uh, modifications for it. And you book your titles, you book your your venues, you book your angles, you book everything. Your tag teams, you try to sign people. They have um, like historical mods, like the one that's hot right now is they have a mod out that is right before uh, McMahon uh, screwed Bret Hart at Survivor Series '97. So you take over one of the companies around that time and you sign wrestlers, you release wrestlers, the whole deal. And it's all numerical because each each wrestler in each company has a numerical attribute across different, you know, categories or whatever. So I play that and I play Age of Empires. Every now and then I'll throw in like The Sims. <laughs> and uh, uh, I play Risk 2. My son likes playing Risk 2, so we'll play him. But yeah, dude, I like I don't get into the Hearthstone. Like the Hearthstone is kind of Adam's deal, um, kind of expanding out our our brand, if you will. Yeah. Which we've kind of talked about a little bit. Um, so Adam does that, and uh, we talk about it a little bit on our show. But no, as far as like real gaming, I wouldn't say I'd do it. Like, dude, I sit back, drink a couple beers, and I'm like, ah, shit. What if Brett would have beat Sean at WrestleMania 12? That'd be dope. <laughs> And then I book that out, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like the extent of my gaming. I, I Yeah, I'm probably somewhere in between, though. I must say I did write down the Total Extreme Wrestling in my notepad so that I can check that. Because that sounds absolutely fascinating to me. Oh, God. Uh, get, get a room. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the uh, I'm somewhere in between. No. Go ahead, Travis. No, I was going to say, the, the funny part is, is Adam is in the middle of that because Adam has no interest in wrestling whatsoever, but is completely a numerical and stu- uh, statistical person. Uh, and that's all this game is based on. Yeah, I'm a, uh, Other yeah. than that, it's all like, it's all just, uh, I don't know. Uh, fuck, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. But like, like, say one wrestler has these attributes and another wrestler has another. So when I play, I'm stoked because I have Bret Hart versus Hulk Hogan at the peak of their careers. 
Yeah. Adam's stoked because he has a guy with 92% charisma versus a guy with 92% charisma, and they also have a 98% work rate, so we're going to see who wins out of that battle. <laughs> so it's all numbers for Adam, and he'd be really fucking... Like, it's funny because I love wrestling, and I know the history of wrestling, and I could yeah. book wrestling, yeah. But Adam would beat my ass in that game because it's all about numbers. <laughs> and that would just piss me off. That's funny. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm so, so I'm somewhere in between, like, I used to be a hardcore gamer. Now, like, after having the kids, I've found, like, Telltale has been my saving grace. I love their games because it's very story-driven, and I, I'm, I'm a story-first kind of guy. And, um, like, the Back to the Future series I thought was fantastic. Oh, here we go. Going back. My kids. Dude, I want to point out that we've been invited on this show to be guests, and so far we've talked about wrestling, (laughs) Back to the Future, and Kevin Smith. Which is essentially, like, our... And Hearthstone, which is essentially our entire show. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Dude, hey, Kev, let me ask you this. So, Back to the Future, incestual storyline or no? Oh, um... I mean... It's, this is an I, ongoing argument on our show for every episode. I, and I want to say that I don't. There's no way I heard that in your first two episodes. I heard it. So I, maybe you guys tweeted about it, but um, I I would say no. I think I don't think Thank I you. don't see that as the main story. In, in part one, maybe that's that's a heavy. Is it part one? Yeah, part one. It's it's heavy in there. But other than that, like once you Thank get to you. part two, part three, it's it's no, it's out. But part one, the story, there is a partially incestual storyline. Yes or no? Yes, partially. Oh, man. See, you're- Thank <laughs> you. Adam, you're done, <laughs> dude. Adam's argument, Adam's argument that it's not incestual is that she doesn't realize it's her son. Right. Which is to which my argument is, is whether or not she realizes it, it is her son. Therefore, yeah. by definition, is incestual. Yeah, I mean, it, it, in all the technical ways, it is in, it's incestual. Uh, you guys can't see me, but I just threw my hands up in success, by the way. Dropped, just letting you know. Drop the mic. <laughs> yes. yes. Mike, now you guys can stop bickering on your show. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm sure we will. Um, but, yes, I mean, I loved that game. Like, that was my first Telltale game. And it was, I mean, it was practically Back to the Future Part 4. Like, it was just so well done and... Um, not as like I think season one of The Walking Dead is just no nothing touches that like that was just fantastic, but those games that tell stories and are very cinematic, and and uh, don't make you have to play a lot they like that's what I'm into now because I can hop in, an episode of the Telltale game is what two hours and hop in hop out and then wait for the next one. Yeah, my kids love those games. I like um, I got really excited because my kids got into Back to the Future. Nice. And then, you know, we're perusing through the PlayStation Store and we see the first episode for free. So we get that. My kids knocked that out in about 25 minutes. <laughs> so we paid the $15 or whatever. Yeah, my kids love Telltale games. We haven't um, gotten to... I, we, I don't watch The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It's on my list. Like, it's number one on my list. I just can't get my girlfriend to watch it because of the zombies. Oh my but god! Based on so dude, everybody I know loves The Walking. Exactly, it's so, it's so good. That's what everybody says. So I've been trying to sell her on it. Um, we watched Bates Motel recently, which is a little bit creepy. So I'm trying to like, and now we've moved in. We're on like season four of Stranger Things. So I'm hoping once Wait. we wrap that up, I can move her into The Walking Dead. Wait, season one of Stranger Things? 
No, like episode four of Stranger Oh, Things. episode four. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> that was just, Stranger We're like Things, halfway through. Stranger Things is, it might be my new favorite television show. It was so good. Yeah, and it's great because it started out just like kind of like a, you know, a weird missing person story. Yeah. And then each episode gets gradually more like um, sci-fi. Yeah. So for somebody like my girlfriend that doesn't like scary movies and doesn't like psychological thrillers and things like that, I'm tricking her into liking them <laughs> because once we get to the end, then I can, you know, maybe I can get her to start watching The Walking Dead with me. And and the I mean the sell on the Walking Dead is that it's not about the zombies really I mean they're there, uh, and season one maybe is more about the zombies, uh, but once you get past season one it becomes about characters and living in that world and how you deal with it and um, and and I, here's where I envy you because season two and I've had this discussion with uh, I used to do a podcast called Academic Nerds. And me and my co-host there, he liked season two. I hated it uh, because there is this drawn out uh, storyline that takes place on a farm. And when you binge watch it, evidently, it's not that bad. But watching it week to week for eight to 16 weeks or however long it was, like it was just awful. So I envy you that you get to binge watch it and probably like it. That's the plan. Yeah, we typically are. Dude, we don't watch any current like tv whatsoever like we rewatch um we rewatched my name is earl like three times <laughs> we watched, like, i know i love that show and i feel like it's the most underrated show of the past 10 years and we've watched soprano so i'm um it's hard to get her into a new show so i'm thinking that the walking dead is going to be our next uh our next venture yeah you guys need to watch it it is um I, like I said, I think the only d- bad season is season two, and maybe it's maybe it was season two A. I think I don't know what that is, but like at the same time, that's kind of how we roll too. Like we rarely watch new new productions of shows. We tend to go back and just rewatch the same seasons of stuff. Like we're rewatching The Office right now. Um, we okay. rewatched Bob's Burgers like a million times, like all, all the episodes. <laughs> um, Dude, we're halfway through. <laughs> yeah, we've done uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force a bunch of different times through. Uh, you know, there's just like, and it, we do it with movies too. Like, we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy like 20, 20 million times. I mean, I've seen Back to the Future all three of them more times than I could possibly count. Yep. But we'll still throw them in and watch them. You know, like it's just, I don't know, I don't know what that is, but it's just, it's like, it's almost like comfort, uh, comfort watching, yeah. comfort viewing. <laughs> it goes back to like on one of our earlier episodes, I was. And this comes up Here's a lot. Here's the train. Is the train. Yes. You hear the train? <laughs> the train has... Yeah. Dude, I tried to mute it. Like, I heard it coming and I tried to mute it. Um, well, in our... You want to take back the podcasting for sure. a minute so we can talk about what we do? So, like, in our early episodes, I recorded outside of our house to keep <laughs> the kids away and all of that. And... <laughs> Apparently, there's a train that goes by my house like every 35 minutes that I never realized. <laughs> so it pop up in every podcast, and I've been trying to keep it out since then. But um, it goes back to like something that Adam and I have talked about on our show several times. Is like growing up, my dad always listened to classic rock. Mm-hmm. Like he always listened to Aerosmith. He always listened to like Skinner and shit like that. And I was like, this shit is so old. Why do you like that? <laughs> And now that I'm like 33, all that I listen to is there's a um, there's like an old school hip hop station out of Indianapolis that I can get. So all I listen to is 90s rap on the radio, 
Or if I go into like Pandora or something like that, all I listen to is 90s or 80s music. I think it's a comfort level. Like, I think it's once you get to like a, like your 30, 35, you realize you have no idea what the fuck is going on in the yeah. world. <laughs> and you don't know what to do. So you need your blankie. <laughs> and my blankie is Montel Jordan, This Is How You Do It, and Shoop by Salt and Peppa. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, I agree with that. I mean, I go on the... So I'm 32, so it sounds like we're... At, I'll assume Adam's about the same age, 33. No, Adam's old as fuck. <laughs> oh. Adam, Adam's like 45. Right. What? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> He's older than I am. We'll call it 45. I'm 39, Dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, which is pretty much 40, which is pretty which much is pretty dead. Much so whatever. Which is pretty much 50, which is kind of like 75. I'm retired and half <laughs> well, that's, but you got a baby yeah. on the way. You better get that shit yeah. together. That's uh, that's a, like when when that's the like the same dropping uh, fact that Dave Steele gave me when I found out he had like grown ass like, kids. Like, I was like, what? Kids or something? Like he's just like he's like a factory. He's like a kid factory. <laughs> he's got like five or six kids, and like I think two of them are in their twenties. Right? Like he's he's so committed to making podcasts. He was like, listen, here's the first thing we got to do is make about twelve people. Then <laughs> we raise them on tabletop gaming. Then we record them making that we play in this game. <laughs> That's how committed he is. Dude, in my real world, like my actual life, I, ha- I have a job where I hire people. I manage people oh, and I hire and fire people. Dude, I hire people that were born in 1998. Um, That's insane. Isn't that fucking nuts? That's like, insane. <laughs> Dude, Ice Ice Baby is older than the people that I work with. Yeah, I am. Uh, so, so I'm 32, and I'm at the, like, so I'm at that crossroads of, of, am I a Gen Xer or am I a millennial? Because, like, if you there's like there's no set year range. Like, I've seen one way, I've seen another. So, like, I feel like I yeah, dude, that line. like, I love memes, but I don't wear skinny jeans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, I know exactly what you're saying. And and like the and and I'm now like going back to like when you're in your 30s, you start getting afraid of things. That's kind of like social media for me now. Like Snapchat is all the rage, but like I don't. It confuses me, and I'm like I'm never going to use it. It's stupid. It's 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 scary. I'm not going to touch Snapchat. I'll stick with my Twitter. I'll like I. I'll, that's all I'm going to use. Because um, I exactly. It, yeah, I mean, I worked with. Um, Briefly, before I'm at the job I am at now, I worked for like a consulting firm and I was an IT consultant, but I worked with marketing consultants as well. And, and one of them was a social media and she was, she was, uh, how old she, she, she had the same birth date as me, but she was like nine years younger, seven years younger. So she was in her early twenties. I was in my, I, I guess at the time, I think I was 30. So there was like almost a generational gap. Or it felt like yeah. it because she's like, you got to use the, 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 the Snapchat, the Indiegogo, I, like all these different things. And that Indiegogo is a bad example because I know what that is and I've used it, <laughs> but or I haven't used it, but I, I've toyed with it. But like all these different social medias and I'm like, oh, can I just stick with Twitter? Like I'm comfortable with 140 characters. <laughs> like and I, I mean, I just eased my way into to Instagram and even that is very sparse. So... 
I'm like, yeah, I'm on that cusp of what am I? And I always lean more towards Gen Xer because new things scare me now. <laughs> what? Like new packaging? <laughs> like if something's like, no, no, open it first and make it used. Then I, I can't because I can't be around it if it's new. <laughs> no, okay, not like new, new things. Food. Like, new... no, 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 somebody chew that first, spit it back out. Then I can, but it's new. I can't touch it. No, 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 not that, not not that, uh, not that definition oh, okay. of new. new. New technology is starting to scare me, which is weird because I'm I'm an IT guy. Like I should be embracing it, but it's like virtual. Like so, we had this discussion, uh, me and my fiance, about like, am I ever going to stop playing video games? Like I, I feel like I don't picture myself like not like when I'm 70 years old. Like I feel like I'll still want to play The Walking Dead season 75. And she said, well, yeah, you're still going to do that, but there's going to be virtual reality and then you're going to run away scared of that because it's new and unfamiliar. And I agree with that. Like, I, I, I feel like, have you guys heard of the, I think it's called the Vortex. The, wait, the, the Vortex, no. the roller coaster at Kings Island, Vortex, the no. BMX bike that came out in like 86 no. or Vortex. No. Okay. No, then. It's, I think, and maybe I'm, maybe I got it named wrong, but we'll call it the vortex for the purpose of this conversation. Um, it's out in Utah, I believe it's basically one big warehouse and it's a huge virtual reality game slash course. It's kind of like laser tag, but virtual reality. So they, like they, it's, they've tested it with police officers to do like, trainings for police officers training for military but they've also you can like set up it set it up so that's like you're in in a first person shooter and you're actually you're actually walking around this um like obstacle course and where in real life you're seeing just a giant metal ball that might be the sun when you have your visor on and you wear this equipment and like you have like a stick that's your gun and it's just virtual reality but you're also walking around like you would if you're playing laser tag oh that'd be dope i've seen the one where like you're basically on a 360 degree treadmill and you can you know run jump and whatever but you don't actually move anywhere and you got like the vr goggles on you're holding like a you know gun essentially but you know you don't actually have to go anywhere because you're on a it's kind of like almost like a ball and as you move and change directions like it goes with you it's kind of rad but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that. I I'll have to in the show notes. I'll have the proper website for whatever the vortex is. What we're calling the vortex. Uh, my buddy sent it to me, and I was like, "This is like, this is what I'll be afraid of." When I'm like, I'll play Call of Duty when I'm sixty, but I won't do this when I'm sixty. Like, this is something that they need to get done within the next ten years for me to do and not be afraid of. Yeah, I, it sounds like serial killer training is what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, like, I, like the marketing is like, have you ever wanted to shoot a bunch of motherfuckers, <laughs> but couldn't follow through? Come to fucking Nevada, and we'll do it for you. you like, try to kill a bunch of motherfuckers, but then you run out of breath, and you find that you're tired and can't catch up. Well, now train yourself to kill motherfuckers in mass with our new training simulator. Hey guys, we are going to cut it right there. Uh, awesome interview with the After Six Boys. Uh, well worth the wait, and it feels like I recorded this so long ago. Oh man, um, it was shortly after the uh, Philadelphia Podcast Fest uh, that we recorded, uh, well before the New York Comic Con show that we did. 
Um, and we, it took us like a couple months to book it too. So like the fact that it took like two months to book it, now we're about a month and a half releasing it, uh, all well worth the wait because, um, just like Tattoo Bananas, uh, this is another show where it's just uh, a couple of uh, best friends sitting around talking. Um, and, and we said it many times in this episode, I, uh, I appreciate those kinds of episodes that are, um, just two friends. That's kind of why I started this business. Uh, not started this business, started in this business was because of Smodcast, Kev Smith, Scott Moser, two best friends talking. Um, and I have to give a quick correction uh, to the Vortex, because it's not called the Vortex at all. It's called The Void. Uh, I was close, but uh, The Void, uh, which I have to say, um, they have a... Um, a smaller scale venue in uh, New York City. We uh, checked it out when we went to do our live show there uh, in Madame Toussaint's Wax Museum. Um, they have a Ghostbusters uh, virtual reality game. And I mean, it's maybe like a 15 minute experience, but so worth the, uh, the price of admission. Uh, you get to strap on a headset and you strap all this gear on and you're walking around this, um, this, this, haunted house I guess or I don't I forget the setting but you're walking around and you're shooting ghosts with your proton packs and your and your ray guns and stuff and uh is you have to fight the stay puff marshmallow man it's just a really cool experience and if this is like their first major release in the virtual reality realm I can't wait until they have the technology perfect uh, perfected a little bit more and, and you can do full scale kind of levels and have like a real you know VR experience where you're in there for maybe an hour and you're playing and you know you're on the battlefield or you're trying to ch you know chase down a zombie or something so cool so and you know big apologies to the people of the void because I called it the vortex it is the void you check it out uh it is you can now play it in uh madame Toussaint's wax museum so go check it out that's it for this week guys we're gonna be back on uh monday with a bonus episode uh with this artist from leeds uh england in the uk uh alexandra um talk world peace and stuff and, and art and then we'll be back next wednesday for the end of this conversation with Travis and Adam from After Six Podcast. Make sure you go to iTunes and check out their podcast. Leave a review, five-star review while you're there. Leave a five-star review for us. And uh, make sure you check us out on all the social medias and stuff at Real Awesome Pod on Twitter, at Awesome Podcast on Instagram. I'm Guys, I'm going for a walk as I do this. I'm sure you can tell me tell because I'm out of breath as I walk and talk. At That Nerdy Kev on Twitter is where you can find me. And, of course, check out the show on awesomepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time right here on Everything is Awesome. We've been awesome.